The Values That Drive Your Business and Your Life, Episode 133. Are you ready to make your law firm a profit-generating machine that will free up your time and skyrocket your impact? With more than two decades of business growth experience and having proven that you can be successful while prioritizing your family and your impact, introducing the Profit with Law podcast. I am your host, the creator of the firm differentiator 10x effect, Moshe Amsel. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of the Profit with Law podcast. I'm your host, Moshe Amsel. Today, we're going to be talking about values, core values, that is. And I want to give you a bit of a backstory as to why this is the topic of the day and why you should pay attention to this episode. Uh, Because I know that as soon as you hear core values, you might say, oh, I've heard it already. It's not for me, or I've already done that. But before you do that, let me talk about um, how this has uh, affected me or how I have come to see uh, what values are and what they do. Uh, So first of all, I want to turn you to a previous episode about a year ago. Uh, We're coming up on the anniversary of my grandfather's passing in the next couple of weeks. And actually, in the Jewish calendar, uh, we use uh, what's interesting is, is the Jewish calendar follows the lunar cycle as opposed to the solar cycle that the uh, Gregorian calendar follows. And um, in the lunar cycle, there's, um, I think it's 11 less days in the year than the solar cycle. Uh, so what happens is, is that the time of year that things happen changes drastically uh, in the solar calendar, we have a leap year every four years, and we add one day. In the lunar calendar, there's a leap year every two or three years, and we add a whole month. Um, so just to put that in perspective. Anyway, I go off on a tangent. Um, the episode was released a, a year and two weeks ago because um, by English dates, it's still going to be a couple of weeks until the anniversary of the death of my grandfather. But um, we're actually coming up on the um, in the Jewish calendar on it being this week. So I was preparing something written uh, where, you know, all the cousins were writing something, uh, memories and things like that, and p- compiling a, a little pamphlet or book that was going to be given out at the, um, at the ceremony honoring my grandfather. And this, the idea for this episode came from the way that I wrote my little thing for my grandfather there. If you want to learn more about my grandfather and his life and how it has affected me and what I do and and how it's a big uh, piece of what's driving my reason for being on this podcast, my reason for serving people in the way that I do has a lot to do with my experience with my grandfather. So you can check that out by going to profitwithlaw.com forward slash 040. That's episode 40, Lessons from the Life of a Giant, or you can go back in your podcast player to find it. Uh, but as I've noticed, iTunes at least has been dropping off episodes more than a year old. So um, you might have to go to the website to find some of the episodes we referenced that are uh, more than a year 
uh, prior um, having been published. Anyway, so at the time that you're listening to this, it'll still be there on iTunes, but it could be it's going to be gone. So profitwithlaw.com forward slash 040, Lessons from the Life of a Giant, episode 40. Uh, it's where I talk about the lessons that I've learned um, from watching my grandfather and how he lived his life, and I share that with you in that episode. Well, in writing my little thing, my little tribute to my grandfather, I started to think about his life and think about what kind of impression he had on me, and I had just reworked the core values here at my company. And when and as I was sitting there trying to think about, um, you know, the the most impactful thing to share, I'm sitting there looking at the core values, and it struck me that my core values are a direct reflection of what I saw and observed and learned from by watching my grandfather, also watching my parents, but not to detract from any of the work that they did. Um, but essentially, my, you know, my, my grandfather, um, his ethics and his values were directly aligned with the values that I have focused on as my top values. And that's when I started to realize that our core values are not something that, it, it might be something that we develop over time, but more likely it's ingrained in us from when we're young. What we care about, what we value in our lives is a direct reflection of our upbringing. It's a direct reflection of what we observed as children and uh, in, in that process of creating our reality of what the world should look like. It's all reflective of what we've been exposed to. And I think that as we move into this conversation of core values as it relates to your law firm, it's important to understand that your core values are what make you tick. Your core values is what makes you determine whether the world feels right or wrong to you. And as we start to look at core values from that angle, we can begin to recognize or understand why defining what those are can be so impactful. Imagine if you were so in tune with your core values that everyone around you were also people that had similar values. Imagine how well you would get along with them. Imagine how, how at home you would feel in their presence. Now, core values is something that I use in our hiring process here at Dream Builder Financial or Profit With Law, whatever company you want to call it. Um, but when we hire people, we have them go through a core values exercise. And I learned this I learned the core values exercise and, and, and developing your core values. I learned that from my mentor, who I mention all the time on the podcast, James Wedmore. But um, he has, has turned me on to uh, the book Traction and Rocket Fuel by Gino Wickman. And uh, Gino um, developed the system or introduces the system, the EOS system. Uh, but in that book, specifically, I believe it's chapter four in Traction, he talks about personnel. And 
when you hire people for your company, there is two fits that you need to fit that person into. In other words, the person has to check both boxes to be able to be hired for a specific job. Box number one is a right fit for the company, meaning that the person's values align with the company's values. If the if you don't have alignment of values, they could be the best person for the actual function you need to accomplish. But if their values don't align with yours, they will never last in that position. They will never thrive in that position because they will never feel like they are part of the team. They are never going to be a team player. They're never going to buy into the the bigger picture, the bigger mission that you're after because that's based on who you are inherently. That's based on your values. Your values are the thing, the undercurrent or the underpinning of everything that you do. And if that person is not going to be in agreement with your values, then they're not going to be able to be a team player. They're not going to be able to help you pull the ship in that direction. So when we look at somebody, we look for them to be a right fit for the organization by looking at their core values. And then we also look to see if they're a right seat. In other words, are we putting them in the right seat in our company? So now that we've determined that our values are aligned, and we'll talk about what that process looks like. Um, but now that we've talked about, you know, we've determined that our values are aligned, we need to make sure that this person is the right seat. In other words, they're, they, they're qualified and they have what it takes to succeed in the p- specific position that you're putting them. So, for example, if you're hiring a, a, a client experience coordinator, otherwise known as a customer service person, right? Um, if, you're, if you're hiring somebody for that position and you get somebody who has a horrible attitude and, you know, doesn't like people, they're never going to thrive in that seat, even if they, their core values align with your, with your overall core values with your business. So um, I don't want to go too far down the rabbit hole of how you choose a candidate to work in your company. But um, what he goes through in this core values uh, example or what he shows you how to do is to figure out what your top five core values are and then look to have a candidate align minimum of two, preferably three core values have to match In other words, you go to your candidate and you say, okay, part of the onboarding or hiring process is, you know, you've made it through your first interview and now we need you to take this core values assessment. We need you to go through this and and determine what your top five core values are and submit those back to us. Now we go and we compare their top five to our top five and we try to find matches and we're looking for two to three matches. If you get more than three, great. That's great alignment between the person and the organization. Um, at, uh, it requires a minimum of two for success. Three is better because you need them to have a minimum of three to pull together with you. However, values can be learned. Values can be ingrained, taught. So it's your job as an employer to continue the process of educating your staff and bringing them on board to what the core values are and make sure that they're clear on what they are. 
Now, once you're, you've developed and clarified what your core values are, it then helps people with decision-making because whenever they're trying to decide what is the right decision to make for this thing, they can refer back to the core values and say, okay, is this in alignment with what our values are? And if it's not, it's probably the wrong decision. Then I go back and reevaluate. So core values have a lot of, um, a lot of function in the development of your in-house staff. But the other thing is, is that the core values come out in your messaging. It comes out in, in the connections that you make in the outside world. And therefore, it's almost like this boomerang effect where you put your core values out into the world. And then when the world comes back with clients to your firm, they come back in alignment with your core values. Now, it's not going to work perfectly, but it also is going to help you filter. When Now, you're obviously not doing a core values assessment on a client or a potential client, but you want clients who are going to have the same moral fabric that you have. You want clients that are, gonna, that are going to have the same cares that you have. And I'm not saying that there needs to be perfect alignment. You never, you're never going to have that. But you understand that you attract a certain type of person. So when you, the more clear you get about your core values and the more that your organization functions in that way and within that box, the more likely you're going to attract more and more of the right customers to come in and be working with you. So core values is really, truly powerful if you, if you get to the core of it. Now I'm going to share with you um, my top five core values here at Profit With Law. And when I share this with you, um, you might be shaking your head and saying, yes, yes, exactly. I feel that way too. Uh, but these might not be your top five and understand that there's no right or wrong with this exercise. And I'm going to go through and, and tell you how to develop this. Um, but these are ours. My top core value, my top five core values are number one, love everyone. Number two, be in service to others. Number three, pursue growth. Number four, enjoy freedom. And number five, live with optimism. Now, the words are, are chosen fairly carefully. The order is chosen very specifically. Um, so you might be thinking, well, you know, that sounds very polished and eloquent and prepared. Uh, or you're thinking, hmm, he can use some work on his core values. You'd both be right. Um, what I'd like to do is in the next 10 minutes or so, I'd like to walk you through an exercise that you can do on your own to quickly, I mean, within 15, 20 minutes, develop your top five core values. And honestly, when, when it's done and you're able to look at the five values and read them, you're going to have this light bulb moment where you're going to realize how much clarity it's creating for you just having gone through this exercise and creating this list. How you use it, how you implement it moving forward, whether you bring your team on it, ingrain it in them, whether you um, add this as, a, as one of the tests in hiring a candidate, uh, that remains up to you. Uh, but even going through the exercise and, and identifying what these are is truly impactful in your future growth. Uh, what I do is I, I, take, I, I put all five of those on 
a, a nice big Word document. I print it out, and then I hang that from my monitor. Um, you can do different fun things with it. Uh, if you're into decorating, you know, you can decorate your, your office with your core values. Um, you can make cute little graphic things with them to share with your staff. Uh, but ultimately, the idea is to have the core values displayed prominently in front of you when you're in your office, when you're working, because that will continue to perpetuate the use of those values in your decision making and the things that you do by keeping it front and center in front of you. So to take you through this exercise, I'm actually going to just play a snippet from one of the trainings in one of my coaching programs instead of re-recording this here for the podcast. So the audio might not be as clear as my normal podcast audio, uh, but you will bear with me for the next four minutes or so um, as I describe this exercise and how you go through it. Uh, it is going to reference a sheet um, with a number of values listed on it, um, and it's going to say that it's below this video. Um, it, obviously, that was a video recording that I did. Uh, the sheet's not going to be below the video. Uh, but if you look at the show notes of this episode, and this is episode 133, so um, you can go to profitwithlaw.com forward slash 133 or look in your podcast player below this. In the resources section, we'll link to a, a download of the PDF that I'm referencing. You can download it and print it out and go through the exercise with us. Um, so I'm just going to queue up that, that, uh, uh, instruction and then we'll, I'll be back with you. The first thing that we're going to do is, um, below this video, there is a list of core values. Um, just a, a list of, 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 uh, words that are typically, uh, considered to be a value. Now, it could be that something that you're thinking of is not on the list. That's okay. It doesn't have to come from this list, but this list is an easy place to just pull from. So step number one is go through this list and either highlight, circle, or write down uh, every single one of these that talks to you. Every single one of these that feels like, yes, this is something that is meaningful to me. This is something that I value. Uh, and then once you have that list written down, you're probably going to have way more uh, of these than we want. So the next thing that we want to do is we want to group similar ones together. So basically you're going to create a list and a spreadsheet is a good place to do this. One, two, three, four, five columns. And we're going to group them together in as best a way as possible, whichever ones make sense to go together in these five columns. Now, if you end up with more than five, so you, you're trying to group them together, you end up with six or seven, well, you're gonna drop the, the least important group um, out, of, out of the, uh, um, the uh, exercise. So at this point, you should have five columns with words in it that are representative of values and each column the values are similar to each other. Well now you're going to go down the list in each column and you're going to choose the one word that is the most important to you or um, the one that stands out the most and that's going to become the representation for that category 
uh, on that five. So go through that, do that for each one of these five. What's going to happen is, is that now you've got, and if you're doing it in a spreadsheet, you can make it bold. Uh, if you're doing it on paper, you can circle it, outline it, uh, whatever uh, makes sense. Uh, but now you've got these five things uh, listed. Now, what the next thing that I'd like you to do is put a verb in, in front of it. So what we're going to do is, is we're going to try it on in a sentence or in a compilation of words where it's now something that can be acted upon. So for example, if the word was freedom, then you might want to say live in freedom. Uh, if the word is um, making a difference, then you might want to put down seeking opportunities for making a difference. Um, I'll give you one more example. Uh, if, the, uh, if the word is well-being, then you might want to put down promote well-being. Uh, so we're going to add the verb so that it makes sense. Now it could be more than one word that you add, so it, it just needs to be something that makes sense that is an actionable item um, that can, um, you know, that you can take action on. And then the last step is to now take, so now you've got your five top core values written out in, in a way that um, is actionable. Now you're going to take those five and you're going to post them somewhere where it's always in front of you. So I have mine posted directly under my monitor on my desk so that when I'm standing at my desk, I am staring at those core values at all times. So that's it. That is the core values exercise. And hopefully, uh, obviously, if you're listening to this when you're on the treadmill or in the shower or whatever you're doing, if you're preoccupied with something else, you're not going through this exercise as I, I did it. So just make note to come back and just listen. It's only four or five minutes. Just look at what time that was in the episode, rewind to it and go through the exercise. It'll be the best 20 minutes. Some of you might do it faster. Some might do it slower, but so don't hold me to the actual time, but it'll be the best 20 minutes that you spent probably all week or all month on building your business. Um, getting really clear on your core values is so integral in the DNA of the business that you're growing and the DNA of the law firm that you are uh, that, that you are creating. And even if you don't have any staff, this is so crucially important for you to do um, to just really get to know yourself and get to know what it is that makes you tick and what it is that um, that excites you and is important to you. And I'll be honest with you, um, my core values change have been changing over time. And I think it's because, not because they really were different at any point, it's just because at certain times of your life or certain things that are going on, you become more in tune to different values that you, you know, that are deeply rooted there that are important to you. And we're looking at the top five, you know, something that might have been number seven before might bubble to the surface and become number one. Or I might have, you know, selected seven or eight words in a category and then I chose one of those. And the next time I do it, that word doesn't feel right to me anymore. That's not the perfect word. And then I go and choose a different one. For example, um, one of my core values, you know, for the longest time, my top core value was family. 
And then I realized that my top core value, which was family, and my second core value, which was love, really were the same thing. And rather than than keeping them separate because they really were doing the same thing, I combined them to love everyone, which encompasses my family that is extremely dear to me, but it's also everyone else, right? I, I truly care about all people. And um, the you know by combining that, by putting that into one, it really does a better job of of encompassing who I really am and what I stand for. So you'll you'll refine this over time. You'll get better at this over time, but start somewhere. Start, you know, and and just do the exercise and come up with your list of five. So hopefully you found this helpful. Um, this is a a, a shorter um, a shorter episode, but uh, really actionable. Uh, go do the exercise. And I'm curious, you know, um, post on social, come into the Facebook group. We have the Law Firm Growth Summit Facebook group and do a post. Let me know what your five core values are. Take a picture of your office space with your core values in it and post it in there for others to see. Inspire some other people to not be afraid to go through and do this themselves. And if you're really enjoying the show, I would love it if you would take a moment to hit the subscribe button so you get notified when we release new episodes. And also hit the rating and review um, and just write something up for other people to see about the show, how it's impacted you, how much you like it. Or if you don't like it, you can write that too. Um, you know, I, I, I want your honest opinion. Um, but uh, people come by and they want to know whether to check the show out. And they look at ratings and reviews. That's how they judge the book by its cover. And we would love to have more listeners come and check us out. And we need you for that to happen. So folks, we have a great interview coming up Thursday. Really excited about that. And um, we can, uh, hopefully you've got your core values um, all defined and aligned and, and posted up in your office. And I'm looking forward to seeing you or talking to you in your ears on Thursday with that interview. And have a great week. Thank you for tuning into the Profit With Law podcast. Your feedback is extremely valuable to us as well as helping us reach more people with this valuable content. Please leave us a rating and review in your favorite podcast directory. Join us again next time when we are back with even more strategies to profit with law.